Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And we is getting our hair braided. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we is. Me and Jamila are going on a trip tomorrow. And of course, in black girl fashion, we must get hair braided. <laughs> equals vacation. <laughs> and we also must do it at the last minute. At um, 10.43 p.m. <laughs> the wow. night before our morning flight. <laughs> Because we're smart. We're very smart. We wait. We really plan out ahead. Plan things out really well. Um, um, we also have, Jamila's also holding a seven-month-year-old baby right now. So mm-hmm. do you hear a little cute little voice? That's her. Her name's Lincoln, and she's freaking adorable. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Um, I'm tired. I've been driving all day. I hate driving. It was not meant to drive. It was meant to be dro- driven. It's a fact. I um, agree. I, I definitely need to drive her. It's not my strong point. I mean, like, I could do it. I like to drive sometimes, but mostly I want to be driven so I could text in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost. Um, so this is the last weekend of our Black History Month that we've been given. <laughs> Not that we've been given. <laughs> that America chooses to observe. That we choose that they choose to acknowledge. Um, so yeah, there's been some interesting things in the news in the past month. I would say we've touched on a few things, but more recently today, um, R. Kelly, if you didn't already know, went to jail or turned himself in. He's now posted bond for a million dollars. And apparently went straight to the McDonald's that he <laughs> preys on, <coughs> preys on. <coughs> Sorry. Jamila still has this. Oh my God. <coughs> Don't cough on the baby. <coughs> Don't make me laugh, guys. Stop laughing. Because I hate that cough so much. Um, yeah, now it's like week 4,726 of this cough. <laughs> Don't judge me. I don't know what's going on. It's like, actually, Carmen explained it the best yesterday. She's like, it's like a annoying, like, seven-year-old, like, boy cough. It just, like, it just, like, fluck, cough just flies everywhere, and it's loud, and it's annoying. You want to just, like, curse at the little kid, but you can't because he's a little kid, but you're angry. I've been getting sick shamed all 4,387 <laughs> weeks. <laughs> It's fucking ridiculous, you would think. Because you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> you go. I'm healing. No, you're not. I'm getting better. The cough is getting Doesn't your throat fun. hurt? It like no. hurts my throat when you cough. They're getting more far between. Oh, my God. Anyway, R. Kelly went straight to the McDonald's. That Apparently, apparently he has preyed on um, younger underage girls in the past at and proceeded to violate his, um, what is it? Uh, b- 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 yeah, bail. Bail. 
terms of bail, which is no interaction with anyone underage, and he took pictures with underage girls. At his famous McDonald's that he frequents. Also, would you mind reading back some of those quotes that are in the film that got him in this? Um, I think I remember them. Yeah, they're pretty straightforward. Um, <laughs> so apparently, our the, the the lawyer who turned in the the the, the hidden tapes. Um, that R. Kelly's team has long been trying to bury, even when he was first brought to court in 2008. Um, these tapes apparently say, wait, where is it? Oh, here it is. Michael Avenatti. In response to press inquiries, below is the information regarding the videotape we provided yesterday to prosecutors. It leaves no doubt as to R. Kelly's guilt as to these serious sex crimes against underage girls goes a little something like this. Um, I can confirm that the video we provided to prosecutors yesterday includes R. Kelly clearly stating the following to the victim, sometimes on multiple occasions. Give me that 14-year-old P-U-S-S-Y. Show daddy. I don't even feel comfortable saying the word pussy with a 14-year-old in front of it. I'm just, I know. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to spell it because I just can't. Um, show so daddy strange. that 14-year-old P-U-S-S-Y. Spread those legs and show me that 14-year-old P.U., you know the rest. Give me that 14-year-old booty hole. Drops mic. Like, what? What in the fucking fuck? First of all. The victim also refers to herself as being 14 years old repeatedly on tape. Like. Oh, my God. This, this is out of control. He's, out of he's going to control. jail forever. It's over. It's over, and all the people that def- defended him, like I can't, I can't, I can't believe how little we value, you know, our women in our community. It's really, really depressing. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad that justice is on its way to being served. I, I, I wish this never happened, obviously, but at least something's being done, and it's like more and more men are being held accountable. And there's, I bet there's a lot of men out there right now that are getting more and more scared. I hope so, because this is not acceptable behavior. It's gross. It's fucking gross. It's gross. I feel... And those poor people who are still in the sex cult. I know. It's just... It's crazy. I don't don't even know how to... Anyway, um, so that's some... You know, I I was, you know, reflecting on... What are you doing, (laughs) boo-boo? I was reflecting on the, the, the past... 28 days of this month and it's been interesting there's been a lot of like negative things there's been a lot of like education happening there's been a lot of victories and wins for people you know the oscars just happened and you know spike lee finally won his oscar and then trump had something to say about it oh god whatever and you know it's just (laughs) regina king winning an oscar um i can't remember the woman who won for set design but she was her, her speech like brought me to tears and there's a lot of black excellence going on so that's really it's a beautiful thing but then there's a lot there's a lot of fuckery happening which you know is typical scheduled programming yeah there's a little has to be a little bit of everything but overall there's a lot of black excellence happening which is pretty dope this is a cool time but um there's also still bad times what else happened this month? Oh, Gucci. Gucci, Prada, Moncler. Like, they oh. all have blackface, apparently. Gucci, Prada did. Moncler had the, the rope around the neck thing, the noose thing. 
What? <laughs> Did you see that? What do you mean they had a Well, noose? basically, so their their runway show was themed as like nautical, and so they had a hoodie, literally with a, no. ne- a rope around the neck, and it looked what? like a noose. What? What? Who approved this? It's just so insane. I was talking to my friend about this because I was like, yeah. "How can they not know? Like, how does it There's no way touch so many hands before it releases and no one says anything?" And my friend was like, "You know, a lot of these Italian." Houses that that create all this all this stuff. Design it, yeah. There's no, they're out of touch. I mean, that out of touch. Yeah, though? some of them are. Even when I go to Europe, sometimes like racism isn't like something that they talk about, like how it is in America. It's not as jarring and as like um, it just polarizing is. as it is like the conversation. Not that it doesn't exist out right, there. Right. It's just there's like a more of like a it's, resistance happening here, whereas people are just out there. They're kind of like eh, it is what it is. It happened and whatever. That's, ins- I mean, that's crazy. A noose around a hoodie? Why would that even be necessary? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, people are so insensitive. Wow. Jenna Jackson announced oh. her residency in at Vegas. MGM. Oh, it's um, can we make that happen? We're going. Are you kidding me? Like, it's my, it's Janet Jackson. It's, I know. I know every she's my song first, she's ever made. She's my first concert. I went to see the Velvet Rope. Oh yeah, you always say that. I've mm-hmm. never been to a Janet concert, and I'm highly disappointed in myself. Oh, it's so good. Because I'm well, a huge Janet fan. Well, we're going to go. Yeah. Because Vegas shows are amazing. I saw J-Lo. That was awesome. Isn't, does Mariah have a residency? I think it's over. Oh, dang. That's, that's sad. She did. Yeah, she did, right? Yeah, I remember she did. Brittany, Mariah. Drake has one right now. That's not really a residency. It's, it's like a, a club, club appearance. Thing, yeah. I hate, like, they're making it seem like these people have a residency. It's like Cardi B is not, doesn't have a residency. I mean, it's a residency, but at a club. Yeah. It's not like a, a Vegas show. show. right. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Jesse Smollett? What do you think I'm about that? I'm still battling with this one. I mean, I think I need more. I need more clarity on it. I I I don't want to just throw um him away. I don't want to just like believe you know what's being fed to me. But because also, did you see those text messages that he released? Yeah, they say that he was paying them to train him, right? Yeah, and they had like having conversations about their training schedule. But I don't know if that was like code word, if that was set up beforehand to make it seem like they were gonna. Who knows? Training schedule. Also strange that like he went to Chicago and then they followed him there to beat him up. Like I don't. Oh wait, oh so those I thought those guys were from Chicago. I don't think so. No. I don't know. I heard that okay, the guys that were like, supposed allegedly hired were they were like extras on the show, and that's yeah, how yeah. they went. Uh-huh. But that's why I thought they were local to. Chicago. But apparently, like he paid them like five weeks before they were even supposed to start training him, and like. Did you say they were making fun of their... They sent him a meal plan. People were making fun of the meal plan. It had like tuna and peanut butter on there or some shit. I saw that. <sighs> Um, he just, I don't know Jesse, but he, I mean, I don't know him at all. Then there was rumors, or I don't know if he said it, that he was battling an untreated drug problem. I don't. Is that, is that just excuse I don't the know. behavior? I don't know if that's confirmed. I just, I, I he saw, seems like such a nice, and it's not innocent, but like just a sweet person that like, I know, wouldn't do, do such something so selfish and I, strange. I know, it is, it's odd. And I can't think of a motive. That's what's really confusing me. Mine is like, is it? Is this all like a plot to weaken our cause? Like right, right. To weaken like the black cause, right. weaken the gay cause, all at once, like knock them both out with one in one 
one hit. I mean, if they think this is going to knock it out, they're oddly mistaken. Well, of course, but it just, it, it gives, like, Trump supporters, like, Trump supporters, like, um, um ammunition. Yeah. yeah. I thought, yeah, I, I can't think he needs more money. I can't think he needs more fame. So I just don't understand it. I just think maybe they're lying. The police lie about a lot of shit, so I'm just gonna stick with their lying. But I did see the surveillance of the two guys buying, buying the, the shit. MAGA hats, yeah. And, and like, I'm like, this is awfully convenient. The ski mask and the hat at the same time, at the same purchase together on camera. That came out a while ago, though. I already seen that. Like, yeah, I still think it's terrible. Oh, on to other news. Um, the pop culture. In the pop culture, <laughs> put Tristan. a duh in front of anything. Sounds old. The internet. The internet. <laughs> uh, Tristan Thompson and Jordan love affair, one night stand. Um, what do you think? I think it's a Kardashian curse or a manufactured story. I don't know. Who knows? So I don't put pa- I don't put shit past them. Like they, they would just let her go. She ain't going nowhere. That's why she's going on the red table talk to go like try to like save her herself because Jada Pinkett's gonna make people be like she's so young and dumb. Let's talk to her and figure out why she did this. Isn't she twenty one? Yeah, she's so young. Really, like I blame her for sure, but I really blame him. Like you're supposed to be, you're even older. You have the family. You already have two kids. You already had a baby with someone else named Jordan. Really? <laughs> yeah, his baby mama's name is Jordan. Um, it's just. You want your babe bottle, baby? There you go. There you go. Um, I don't know, girl. Because he's only like twenty-seven, right? Um, he's young. Yeah, he's young too. But I mean, you have two kids. Grow up. Clearly, he's not getting the memo with the growing up memo. I mean, grow up. Also, I don't know. I, I can't imagine the kind of pressure you're under dating a Kardashian. The kind of pressure that says, don't fuck her sister's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just basic shit. Just the basic pressures. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. This and then she's dumb. Like, I don't care how much... She wanted to say there was more than alcoholic influence. Oh, Jordan? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I make mistakes all the time while drinking alcohol. <laughs> not that one. That's no. not an excuse. It's your best friend's sister's baby daddy. Yeah. That's just all bad. That's all bad. But um, anyway, we have a special guest today. Our special guest is our beautiful woman who's braiding our hair today. <laughs> Can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Liana. <laughs> What's up, Liana? And Lincoln, and who's Lincoln. very sleepy and doesn't want to go to sleep. Yes, she's oh, no, she'll fight. Like my four-year-old, they like, never. Like when she crashes. I know she keeps trying to look at she me. Like, oh. You know how some babies like they slowly drift. Oh. No, like she'll be moving and she'll just. <laughs> she crashes. She doesn't like slowly go to sleep. Oh my gosh. Lay's also a mom. She's brought her baby. And, and how, she, how old is she again? Seven months. Seven months. Oh my goodness. How old are you, Lay? 23. 23. How's motherhood so far? 
I love it. I mean, I make mistakes every day. I mean, that's join the join the club. Were you planning on being like? Were you? Did you plan on being a mom, or did you want to be? Because you're. I mean, it's you're pretty young to be a mom. Yeah. I I mean, I knew I always wanted to have kids. I just didn't know. I didn't think it was gonna happen. Like, like when it happened. Mm -hmm. So were you trying, or was this like? No, not that I was trying. I just I knew I always wanted to have kids. It just. Were you not trying? No, I wasn't trying at all. <laughs> were you not not trying? Were you not like yeah, were you I was not, not, not you were not putting a condom on? <laughs> <laughs> you were not pulling out. Me. <laughs> Me. Hi. Hi. Oh my god, she's so cute. Um, I mean, shit. I had my baby at twenty-eight, and. That was hard. Right. I was still like, whoa, shit, what the hell's going on here? So I can imagine, I mean, you're in school, you're doing, like, multiple things, right? Like, that's got to be really hard to balance everything. It is, but, I mean, I have the help from my mom, which, like, I don't know what I'll do without. I really don't. Like, she's such a big help. Do you feel like, um, do you feel like, what was my question? Wow. (laughs) I had a really good question. It just really, it just like came and went. Lincoln, you can't touch this on my hand. Um, are you with the uh, Lincoln's dad? No. Did that happen after or while you were pregnant? Um, we were never together. Okay. Yeah, we were never together. Is he active in her life? Sometimes. I wouldn't even say sometimes. It's like so you're, you're like definitely you like, do it on your own. You're like single a, parent. He's a Monday dad. That's what I call him. What's a Monday? He dad? calls him Monday. He, he he always texts me or calls me like oh because he lives in New York so he's like mm. oh I'll be out there on Monday. Oh God. <laughs> so, he's a Monday dad. I call him a Monday dad. Does he come on Monday? And I call him her sperm her sperm donor. I don't. Oh, that sounds him. familiar. Yes, we've used many of these terms. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't might have to adopt the Monday one. The Monday dad, yeah, right? He's a, he's a Monday dad. He's like. Is he young too? How old is he? He's 28. Oh, okay. Does he have other kids? He has one other daughter, yeah. In New York or? Mm hmm. Okay. Um, How old is that kid? How old is she? The other kid, yeah. She she just turned two. Okay, so they're pretty close. Yeah. Hmm. Do you know the other mom? No. Interesting. Do you feel as a young mom, because like when I was your age, I was um, getting blacked out drunk. Um, doing lots of drugs and being very responsible. Clearly, you can't really do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you could, but you know, probably shouldn't. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you're like missing out on that, or do you even care? Or did you did you like before prior to having a child? Mm. Were you did you go out a lot? Or I, mean, I went like, out because what you got pregnant probably when you were like what twenty two or twenty. I got pregnant when I was I was turning twenty two. So you're twenty one. Yeah, then. I got pregnant in November last year mm-hmm. and then I turned 22 in December mm-hmm. yeah so, so do you feel like you're missing out on any of that blacked out drunkness <laughs> um, I just wonder because like I don't know what it's like to be like a young uh, super young I mean right, I was right. that, we weren't that young you know we had like a good like eight years of blackout drunkness like yeah. a ten yeah I never really got like blackout drunk maybe not blackout like, <laughs> I mean I like, I like too? going out how important is blacked out drunk to you? <laughs> For me and Erica, it was very high in importance level. <laughs> kind of like your club hair. <laughs> very high, like my club hair. Also. No, I was, yeah, I've never been blacked out drunk. <laughs> but I, I did party. I did, I, I did 
birthday party. I don't really feel like I'm missing out. Do you still go? Do you go out now or do like? Yeah, I go out. Like if my mom, um, if I ask her to watch her, she'll watch her. Um, But for the most part, I just like spending time with her, because I don't want to miss anything. Right. So like I try to spend as much time as I can with her. Do you have other friends with kids? Yes. Do a lot of your friends have kids? Mm-mm. No, I have a few friends. The ones that I have that are kids, they're a little bit older than me. Oh, okay. And then the friends that I do have, well, actually, my friend is pregnant now. She's doing May. Uh-huh. So um, a few of my friends, they're older and have kids, and then a few of my friends are pregnant now mm. and about to have kids. Are, are most of your friends out here in L.A., or are they back home? They're back in Philly. Yeah. Oh, you're from Philly? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You and your Philly connection. Jamila, <laughs> always got a Philly connect. Well, you know, I'm from Philly. Okay, bitch, got it. Make it known. You forget all the time. <laughs> Actually, her, her mom is friends with uh, Sheena. Oh, okay. Um, how was your birth experience? Oh, my God. I'm currently suing the hospital. <gasps> really? Yeah. Um, so what happened was we went to the beach. And I was riding bikes, and that like kind of like started like I had like started having contractions, mm-hmm. and so we like rushed to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so when I got there, they were like I was like two, three centimeters dilated. So they were like, okay, we're gonna give you morphine. Morphine? Yeah, Why like, morphine? They said that the morphine will like help me dilate. So I was there by myself because my mom had to go back home with my little sister because. They, uh, I was like in the emergency part, like uh, labor room or whatever, mm-hmm. and they told her that my little sister was too young to be in there, so she had to go back home with her. So me not knowing, I was like, okay, give me the morphine. So right, because you're just gonna take whatever they say. Right. So I took, I they gave me the morphine, nothing happened. So then they told me, well, in order to um, for you to get induced, you have to get. Um, epidural and I was so against epidural I didn't want it because I originally wanted a home birth and so they gave me the epidural and you know when you I don't know if you've ever been on Pitocin but when they give you the Pitocin yeah they gave me Pitocin the contractions are so intense exactly so they gave me the epidural and I I was feeling my contractions so you know that button that you have to press to To like like, release uh, the yeah Yeah. so (laughs) it literally would last 10 minutes and I would start feeling my contractions again and it hurt 10 times worse because I was on the induced. Yeah. Mm. So I told them, and they were like, oh, well, we're going to have to take it out your back and put it back in. Oh, no. That's what, you know, and they, so my they mom, did that to me twice, too, Yeah, and that should hurt. So my mom was like, no, absolutely not. She was like, you guys aren't playing with her spine. So they discharged me. <gasps> What do you mean they discharged they you? Discharged After they, me. they put, they, Wait, because they wouldn't, because, because you wouldn't. Because I wouldn't do it again. Yeah, they discharged me. So the next day, I. Because you wouldn't put the epidural back, back in? Back in, yeah. Is it is that like legally? You have to do no, once you put it in? No. You don't no. have to what, do it. What hospital to. was this? This was uh, Holy Cross in Mission Hills. What the hell? Yeah. And so um, I knew that I had an appointment with my OB the next day. So I went and I told him, and he was pissed. He was like, they what? That's his, like, doc, that's his, like, where he practices out of, though, right? That's where he was going to deliver? Yeah, well, he doesn't deliver anymore. He okay. has other people deliver. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. But um, he was like, what? He was like, they did? He was like, no. Because I was already having problems because her foot was in my ribs. So, like, it was hurting. Mm-hmm. And then he thought that I had a preeclampsia. 
Because mm, you but, were having pain? No, because my feet, like, swollen. swelling. Like, they had swelled up out of nowhere. Burp I think it will. I think she needs, does she need to change her diaper? No, he just changed it. Yeah, they swell up. They had, um, they had gotten swollen out of nowhere because I had a really good pregnancy up until the last few weeks. And so that uh, that's originally why he had sent me over to the hospital. And um, it was like a, it was like a few days before I had went and did that whole morphine and epidural crap. So he said, okay, you're giving birth. He said, you're basically full term. He was like, so I'm sending you back over there. So he sent me back. And um, I got admitted, and my nurse said, so do you want the epidural again? And I said, well, I don't know because, you know, you guys just screwed me over the first time. So she said, well, just think about it, you know. So my mom was home with my sister at the time when I got in, and I just could not take the pain. I think Honestly, I think if someone was in there with me, then I probably could have took the pain. Yeah, but you were alone. Abuse, but I, I mean, was alone. And then you're trusting whatever they're telling you. Exactly. So I was just like... Was there even a nurse in there with you? Like, no, there wasn't even a nurse. She gave me a ball. And you were just to, like, by sit on, And I was by myself. And I was just like... Oh, scary. I was in so you're much so pain. You were so young and like yeah. your mom isn't there. What the yeah. hell kind of... Well, my mom... Because she had to be home with my sister. My sister's I know, but I'm just yeah. saying like it's not your mom's fault. But I'm just saying yeah. no one was supportive enough. And I asked them... I said, well, can my sister be in there? She's 13. They said, only if she's your child. And I'm like, so do you want me to lie and say she's my child? You would have been like, she's my child. I wanted her in there because I wanted her to cut her umbilical cord. So anyways, I was like, okay, I'll just get that epidural. So... I was like, but is it the same um, anesthesia doctor that did it last time? And she said, no, this one's really good. So he came <laughs> The down. other one's so-so. Right. This one's really good. So he came down and did it, and I literally had to get it. Like, I was having contractions. Wow. So, like, it was so hard for me to, like, stay, stay still. still. Yeah. And so he's like, you can't move. And I'm like, it, I can't, like. And so I literally got the epidural during a contraction. And, like, it was so hard for me to stay still, but I did it. And then I did it. He uh, put the epidural on my back, and it worked. So then the doctor that was delivering me came in, and I explained to him what happened when I first went the, the day before. And he said, okay, well, we're going to break your water. He explained to me, you know, once your water's broken, you have to deliver within the 24 hours. Time. Yeah. So he broke it, and I started dilating. Uh, by the next morning, I dilated to uh, eight centimeters. So I had to lay on one side with the peanut in between my legs. Mm-hmm. I had to lay on each side for an hour until I got to 10 centimeters. Okay. And then after that, it was like go time, and my mom was there. And uh, the nurse, she was basically coaching me, like telling me, like, okay, this is your. You have to push your uh, your chin down to your chest, and you have to push. She's like, uh, you have to do it like every, well, like every three contractions, you have to push three times. And so, um, I was pushing. We did a practice, and she's like, okay, you're really good. She was like, so let's just get started. So the doctor wasn't even in there yet. She like just started, and so. Um, I pushed her out a little bit under two hours, mm-hmm. and it was I wound up having a fever. I think my fever had got up to like one hundred and three, mm-hmm. and it caused her to have a fever mm-hmm. because I was like really dehydrated, like when I was pushing. And so um, after that, 
I think they, because I think they cut me a little bit when she came out because her head was, like, too big. Mm-hmm. So she was, like, sewing me up, and, like, my legs, like, felt like, I don't know. Jello? It was a weird feeling, but I was like, I need to walk. I need to walk. Mm-hmm. And, Restless? Yeah, and he was like, wait, I'm so, because I was like, ow. He's like, you feel that? I was like, no, my legs hurt. I need to get up. I need to walk. And so um, once they finished everything, she was like, okay, we're going to push you in a wheelchair, and you can hold baby. I said, no, I need to walk. And she's like, you're going to walk? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to walk. So literally, I was walking down the hallway, and the nurses were clapping. And I asked my nurse, I said, why are, you, why are they clapping? And she's like, because you're walking. Normally, mom's sitting in the wheelchair. I said, oh, no, I need to walk. So you know when they check the baby when you go, what is it, the, like the postpartum rooms? Yeah. When they, you know, After care, yeah. Yeah, they have to thoroughly check the baby. So clearly, they didn't do that with her because when I went home, I seen something in her hat, and I was like, why is there food in her hat? Like, I'm like, she doesn't, like, how? So I looked in the back of her head, and she had a hole, and pus was coming out of it. Yeah. So what happened was I went to, I didn't go back to the hospital. I went to Northridge Hospital. Right. And um, they had to run all these tests. They even had to go on her spine because they had to run certain tests to see what it was. And they were, uh, they were asking me. They were like, you know, did you ever have herpes or? I'm like, you guys have my records. Like, right. you guys been every month. And when I've have you ever seen a herpes like a on a baby's head? But that, and that, because they were like, well, when you push her out, you know, did you have? I'm like, how? You guys have my records. Like, I got checked every month. Right, 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 right. So there's no possible way. And they're like, we just have, we have to ask. So when they went to look for the records at Holy Cross. There was no record of them putting the internal probe inside of me. So what happened was when I was in labor, they couldn't monitor her from the outside anymore. So they put an internal probe, mm-hmm. and it like it like attaches on her to her head. So they're saying either the probe was dirty, or like something because that's what caused the hole, and that's why the pus was coming out. And they didn't mm-hmm. even tell you they were doing that. Well, no, they said that they were putting an internal probe, but they didn't give me anything to, like, sign, and they didn't put it in my record, stating mm. that that's what they did. Mm. Because when Northridge had um, requested my records from Holy Cross, it no. wasn't in there, and they asked me, they said, did they put, like, an internal probe or anything? I said, yes, they did. I said, they couldn't monitor me from the outside anymore because she was starting to move down, mm. so they said they had to monitor her from the inside. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, the probe attaches to their head, and he said, that's what caused the pus he said something he said that um the nurse should have put it she should have documented it she should have put it in my uh records did it like affect her like well that's what they're saying they're saying that you know like because she had the because she was um in the NICU for two weeks Mm -hmm. she was in there for 14 days because of that because she had to be on antibiotic and um, they just they wanted to make sure it wasn't infected because all the um, every all the tests that they did came back negative, so they didn't know what it was. But they were like, clearly it's infected because it's pus and right. it's coming out. So that 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 whole thing caused her head to be flat. Now she has a flat head because she had to lay on the back of her head. So now she has to wear a helmet mm-hmm. to, like, shape her head. Mm-hmm. So when I talked to the lawyer, he basically was like, you can sue them on a lot of stuff. He said, you can basically sue them because, you know, she was on heavy medication only two weeks old. And not saying it'll happen, but she could possibly have, like, development issues as she gets older or, like, anything. So he was just basically saying that it's a lot of stuff that I could get them on. Mm-hmm. So I had a, I will say I had a really good pregnancy. 
up until like the last month, but I had a I had a really bad delivery, a really bad delivery. I had a really bad like labor postpartum experience. I mean, being in the NICU with your newborn for two weeks is yeah, mortifying. Yeah, I was in the NICU. Do you think for it? Did you think you had postpartum then after that postpartum depression? Um, not really. I was more so just worried about her because they were telling me like you know the possibilities of stuff that can happen. So I was just more worried than. Like all of that, yeah. For this, and I stayed, I stayed in the NICU with her the entire time. Wow, that's crazy. The only time I left was to like go take a shower. Prior, would you say prior to um, giving birth? Like, obviously, you knew you didn't want, you didn't really want to um, epidural, but did you have like a birth plan? Did you write anything out that said this? You know, did you think about that at all about like not having any um interruptions during your pregnancy not having any any like drug well yeah i was like so anti-epidural like i and i actually wanted a home birth but when he thought i had preeclampsia uh he thought that i was like a high risk so we scratched out home birth and then and then early on um, yeah, early on I wanted home birth. But, but usually the preeclampsia doesn't show up or there's no signs of that till the third trimester. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When, towards the end was when I started swimming. Oh, okay. And he thought that I had preeclampsia. Like, so no. then we scratched that, the home birth out because he thought that I was like high risk. But uh, turned out when I went to the hospital, I didn't have preeclampsia. I was just swelling. I was just fat. Right, right. <laughs> so, um... Then I said, okay, well, I'm going to have a, you know, I'm going to deliver at the hospital. And I took the tour at Holy Cross. I took the tour at Holy Cross and I took the tour at Northridge. Mm. Because I had three choices. I had Northridge, Holy Cross, and some other hospital. But I was more focused on uh, Northridge and Holy Cross because they were near me. Right, right. And um, I You should have went to West Hills. I know. And that's, that's where, that's that's where I delivered. It's right near you and yeah, I delivered there. Yeah, that's near me too. And so... Uh, I scratched out Northridge after I went on a tour because I had went on Yelp and Google and was looking at the ratings and the comments, and it, it I didn't like it. And so when I went on a tour with Holy Cross and then I looked at their reviews and comments, I really liked them. But after delivering, a lot of people told me, they were like, yeah, Holy Cross, they don't care. They were like that the nurses, they just basically like, it's like they don't care. They just go to work for a check. Yeah, it's really important. I mean, I I can't even imagine at twenty three even knowing anything to think about about being alone. Oh, yeah, oh my God. it's that's scary. It's it's scary at any age to be like just going into labor. Exactly. Yeah. So to just be alone because I think you know I was alone for a, for a little <coughs> <coughs> sorry for a little while in the hospital. I think I was with my baby daddy's sister, and then she had to leave, and I was waiting for him to come. So there was a, a, a time where I was alone, and it was only like maybe an hour or two, mm-hmm. and I was tripping. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine, you know, just yeah. being alone. And then they just tell you whatever you, you, you know, you think sounds, you know, you mm-hmm. trust them, and you're in a really vulnerable state. Not, you know, shit that usually you haven't given birth before, and you're concerned about your baby. It's painful. There's so many factors that contribute to that, so... That's why every time I find, like, I run into a mom that's pregnant, young or old or whatever, I'm always like, do you have a birth plan? Do you know how you want to give birth? Have you seen this documentary? Because this shit is so over-medicalized that a lot of times they end up messing, sh- messing shit up instead of letting nature do its thing. Yeah. 
um, which we, we we know how to birth. Our bodies know how to birth, just like any animal in the in you know in the wild just births. You go into a dark place and you let your body do its thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Western medicine over medicalizes so much shit that's so fucking unnecessary. And a lot of times, once you have an interruption, everything else goes fucking downhill. Yeah, I, I mean, I know I want to have more kids, but it's like I'm scared of the labor and delivery part. Right now, of course. Um, so, as a young mom, have have you felt like after you had a baby, you had to shift in any way, like? Um, yeah, I had to shift a, well, I want to say I had to shift a lot, um, but yeah, being a young mom, well, just being a mom, period. Right. I feel like it's life-changing, so of course you have to make changes to your life. Right, right. So, do you, do you feel like you've lost friends? No. Because even as, you know, really, because I feel like I do, and I'm not, and I'm not, you know, like, I just felt like. My friends at the time, like a lot of, I was going out, I was, you know, I was going out, I was young mm-hmm. too, and like, not, not as young as you, but like I was still going out and stuff, and my friends that didn't have kids and were still living that life mm-hmm. didn't understand the, the new life that I was living. Yeah. And so it was like, well, we're just not going to hang out then because I can't go to the party tonight, yeah. you know? Surprisingly... A lot of my friends are, like, very helpful. That's awesome. Like, I get help from a lot of my friends. Like, a lot of my friends. I get I get that help because I need it. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say I need help. That's good. Right, right. Because shit is hard. Yeah. Shit is yes. rather rough out here. And I think, well, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to say that's why, but... Lincoln's very chill. Like, right now, she does this every night. She's, like, really hype at this time, and then she crashes. What's the, what, how does she, what's the normally, best way to get her to go to sleep? Just she's like, calm. Does she like to be rocked? Does she like she to be... just, I just let her make herself fall asleep. <laughs> I let her cry herself out. <laughs> she's laughing, like, never gonna happen. But that's, every time she's, I've ever gotten my hair braided, she literally watches calm. TV. Yeah. She's very calm. It's oh. just around this time, she's, like, extra hype. And I don't know why. It's like, she's, like, on sugar. <laughs> that milk sugar. And it's only, it happens literally every night around this time. Like, during the day, she's so chill. She watches TV. Um, Have you dated since you've been a new mom? Yeah. How has that been? Is it like different or um, now that you're a mom? You feel like I feel like I get I get more guys hitting on me when I have a child. Really? And I think it's benefiting me. <laughs> like when you're out with her, or mm-hmm. just well, not just when I'm like even on Instagram, like people guys DM me like, oh, your daughter's so cute, and then like they'll try to talk to me. So I'm like, Lincoln, keep doing whatever you're doing. Are the guys your your age? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I think it's probably like, look how responsible she is too. I think moms are hot in general to men. It's it's attractive. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of people like a lot of guys in my dreams after I like had her, and the first thing every guy says is, "Your daughter's so cute." Like that's what they say every time. What a pickup line, gentlemen. Yes. Do you feel like you, like, not that, obviously, like, we all shift and we become mothers. Shoot. Uh-oh. Erica back here dropping shit, rocking the baby. <laughs> um, 
like, did you feel like you had to be a, di- a certain way, like, because other people made you feel that way? Like, you had to not go out or not smoke weed or, you know, whatever you usually did generally, did you feel like um, there was pressure from other people that you had to change in your social? At first, yeah, because when I was breastfeeding her, it was like, oh, you can't smoke. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> or, like, um, not more so going out. Because, like I said, my mom was like, you know, whenever you want to go out, you know, mm-hmm. if I, I'm not busy or whatever, you know, I'll babysit. So the going out part, but um, as far as, like, putting smoke weed off my school and, like, or, like, even, like, when I was smoke and, like, people are like, oh, why are you smoking? Aren't you breastfeeding? And I'm like, for one, I stopped. She thinks this is hilarious. And she's like, don't judge me. You think this is so funny? She does. She thinks it's hilarious. Like, ha ha. I didn't talk all day. How about now? Um, yeah, I, I definitely felt judged when I smoked and breastfed. Yeah. Um, and when I, you know. But what really, like, um, just the other day, like, what really, like, made my day, my Lola, well, I mean, it's grandma and Filipino, but because that's what she is. But um, my Lola said to me, uh, you're doing a really good job. She's like, you're a really good mom. Um, and that, like, made my day. Because every day, I'm like, am I, like, even doing a good job? Of course. Right. We need, I think we need validation. We do. Reassurance. And, and you know what? It means so much when it comes from, like, a family member like yeah. that. Like, your mother or, like, a grandmother. It, I don't know why it does, but it just holds, for me at least, it really, like... The, mo- the times when my mom or like, because sometimes you're like, am I doing Am I? Right. Yeah. Like, you ain't said nothing in a while there. Right. So, I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. No, it does feel good. It's very important to get that reassurance. Because we don't really know what we're doing. We're really playing it by ear. Yeah. Like, you, you, I, like I said, I make mistakes every day. Um, but I learn from them. Right, right. So it's like, you know, I... Where are you trying it's to go? Hard, where did you, where, I can you walk? Where are you going? <laughs> She's trying to walk. She's where trying to like you, skip where farming you and start walking. I wish I had a little mat I could put her on the floor over here. Maybe I could have a little blanket. She could roll around. Oh, she does. Right. Maybe you need freedom. Is that what she is? I think she doesn't want to be held anymore. Okay, let's take a little quick break. <laughs> One moment, please. Oh, yeah. So we're going on a trip tomorrow, which we didn't even tell them where we're going. Oh. Um, we're going to Cabo tomorrow. We are going to on a friend's mama, baby mama vacation. Yeah. With another mom and our friend Danny. And I was telling Jamila yesterday I was very stressed about this trip, but I've just given in to it and... You know when you go. You know when you decide to go on a trip and then you immediately you regret it later. What did I tell you about that word? What is with this word? Why? Why is regret such a terrible word for you? I hate that word. I mean, it's a bad word. You're right. Does it like mean like something bad is gonna happen? Is I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't believe in it. Um, I just don't believe in using the word regret because there's no regrets. There's only lessons. 
And that doesn't like the negative energy you're putting out. Well, so what's the lesson in this? Don't book a seven-day trip? To- I don't know. We haven't even done it yet. I mean, we might, like, be found, like, discover ourselves. We might come back, like, even bomber podcasters than ever before. I mean, we have a lot of shit to do while that, we're there. A lot. A lot. So maybe it'll be, like, a work vacation. Okay. Is there, like, a table or something? A what? A table? Yeah. Where is that? Um, or, oh, to lay it on across. Yeah. Can you use the, this? Um, no. Uh, what if we move here? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's yeah. She her she just loves putting stuff in her mouth. Should I take that away from her? Or is that okay? want another baby and then I'm like maybe not maybe I'm good with one four seems like I've come so far I've come so far you're almost 18 (laughs) well I give I mean like just to start all over this is like oh my goodness so much pressure I literally forgot about all this shit it's sweet because it can't talk back, but. Oh, she talks back. Yeah, but she's not, she's not she's not talking real oh, shit. Oh no, she's not. Yeah, no. Luna starts started talking real shit to me, <laughs> and I'm pissed about it. Where are you rolling around to? Look, I have a giraffe. She's like mind your business. Yeah. Look. 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 Um, clearly me and Erica are not prepared <laughs> for this episode, just like we're not prepared for our trip. Yeah. Um, we didn't really think this one through. This is very spontaneous and clearly we have no energy to give. This is probably our most boring episode. So sorry. <laughs> can't win them all. You really you can't win them all. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> But just don't worry, we're not losing steam. <laughs> we're just recalibrating. <laughs> and getting our hair braided. <laughs> All I could think about is like, what do I need to put in my suitcase? What do I need to put in my suitcase? Don't forget anything. I've literally packed every piece of summer clothing I own. Right, summer clothing, passports, coloring books, shenanigans, everything. Oh yeah, coloring books. I need to put a paint color. I mean... Oh, and don't worry, guys. Flory's coming with us. So we're going to have equal parts fuckery and equal parts family friendly. <laughs> so look forward to this Insta stories. We'll be there six days. And we'll be uh, on the fence <laughs> doing both fuckery and family friendly things. On the fence? <laughs> I don't know. I can not think of anything else. <laughs> Apparently, we might go to Amigos party. We're going to the concert. Amigos concert slash Rick Ross Thing. I don't know. We're basically about to live out all of our spring break fantasies we've ever had since childhood. Which I'm actually really excited about, even if it had to come 10, 12 years past spring break, spring break age. I'm fine with that. Ooh, ooh, 
a giraffe, baby. <sighs> what time did we get the airport? 1030. Shit. It's gonna be traffic. That's traffic hours. Mm -hmm. So annoying. We're going to LA. Where everything takes 47 hours to get there. Unless you're going at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, baby, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Come here. Um, do you have any advice for any other, maybe, like, moms that are pregnant, young moms that are pregnant, or thinking to become pregnant, Lay? Yeah, do you have any advice? Because we, I think we do have a lot of young mom listeners, actually. We do. Mm, my advice, I would, I would seriously read into everything that you can. Um, what I did was I recorded um, what, like, the doctors and nurses were saying if I didn't understand it. Uh. So that way I could play it back and let my mom listen. And if I didn't understand it, I would say, oh, well, can I think about it? And then I would ask my mom. This is, like, leading, this is leading up to, like, in, um, before you, like, during your pregnancy? Just at my appointments, yeah. everything. I mean, and then with your <laughs> delivery, I guess, it, it was important that you did record everything. Yeah. Yeah. Labor is a business, you guys. And don't be fooled. They will get over on you. If you're not informed, and they were they they will try to like push. I well, I know in California they'll try to put push for you to have a cesarean. They are bullies, and if you're not aware of your rights and of what the, the lingo they're talking, then they will take advantage of you. So I recommend that all moms, young or other, really, really, really be thorough about understanding um, everything that can happen in a hospital and just understanding your body and that you kind of already know what to do. Because it's shit is really scary. Yeah, it is. And foreign, if you've never done it before. And I would recommend, like, if somebody can be in there with you. And it's really hard. Having a kid is really hard. Actually, I was DMing with one of our listeners, Erica. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, yeah, I think she's 23 too. She's like, um, oh no, maybe she's 26 or something. And she's like, she's been feeling pressures to have a baby. And I'm like, girl, think about it twice. Oh, she didn't have a baby. She didn't have a baby yet. I was like, I'm happy we have listeners that aren't moms though. Yeah. Learn from our mistakes. Yeah, it's not easy. No, and a lot of times, a lot of moms can't. I honestly couldn't imagine having a, a child at 23. I was so irresponsible. I don't know. So. If I, I don't know if I would be. I don't know if I would have been like unselfish enough even after having a child. I think I. I don't think I maybe for me personally. I don't know if I would have been the best parent. Some, but like some people are young and then they and they can handle it. Like you seem like you. You're you're still in school. You're focused. You're you know you're here working right now. You know what I mean. You're doing what you have to do. And you know, um, a lot of a lot of even people that are our age are, can't even do that as parents. You know what I mean? Right. So I commend you, honestly. Thank you. Because you know it's 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 not easy, and it's definitely not easy at twenty three. No, it's not easy. Especially at you know not having the support of her father. Like that's you know that's that's hard. You know, because I mean. I have the support of Irie's father. Right. You know? 
whether it's a perfect, a perfectly perfect all the time and how I would like it to be and how I think it's blah, blah, blah. No, of course not. But, I mean, it's something. Right. It's a lot. Like, right. he does a lot. So. Um. I think if I get past, like, Luna being like, fuck. Damn, our kids are going to be, we'll be 36 when our kids are 10, 37. After a certain age, I might not, I might not have the energy to try to do this again. Even though I would like to soon. Yeah, when well, you fall later. in love again and like, then forget, like, forget yeah. and then you want to have a baby. I want to know what you, what would our baby look like? Right. Oh, let's do it. I'm 40. Fuck it. Oh God. Can you imagine <laughs> being so close to the finish line and saying, fuck it? Are there things that you wish that you would have done before you had kids that you didn't? Mm, not really. I really did a lot, you know? Honestly, like, I traveled a lot. I, you know, had my fun. I... No. I wish I could have traveled a little more, like a three-month travel situation. But I, I feel like I could still do that if I wanted to. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, traveling is still possible with a child. Yeah. It's like, it seems hard. It's harder, but it's possible. I mean, yeah. We're doing it tomorrow, and, you know, we're going to go to the airport, and our kids are going to annoy us, and they're going to scream, and they're going to, like, want to play on the 5,000 things and fight with each other. But we're, gonna we're get doing there. it. Yeah. We're doing it. You know what we should do also? Did you guys know that you could buy your own airplane-sized liquor bottles and take them through security because they're under 3.5 flow ounces? And then you could just buy the mixer on the plane. Okay, wow. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know all that. Thanks for letting me know. You're welcome, everyone listening. They don't, they don't tell you that because they want you to buy it from the airline, but you could bring your own liquor and then just get the mixer. And if we have time in the morning, that's what I'm going to do. God damn it. <laughs> it's a two-hour flight. I don't, we'll be fine. We could start the party early. Oh. oh. Okay. You okay, Mama? Mm-hmm. Oh, where's that? Because we have like, oh, we have very, wait, are you stepping on this? Um, anyway, this episode is primarily to say, watch our stories on Instagram. <laughs> They're going to be lit the next six days. And we're also going to have a lot of tricks and tips on how to travel with toddlers and how to balance the vacation fun. Yeah, so tune in next week. Oh, and also listen to the Dualities podcast. We're on it. Oh, yeah, we're on the Duality podcast this week, right? I think. Yeah, I think. Was it, did it come on tonight? So, um, which was a fun episode we did with our friend Carmen and DJ Damage. We talked sex and educated uh, DJ Damage on some, uh, some, some things. Some things that... Because we're sex experts. <laughs> Everybody knows we're it. We're sex parent experts. What's that like? What? How do you combine those two words? Sex, sex rinse, sex. Per, parexic, no. <laughs> Parents, sex experts, parental sex experts, no. That's <laughs> I'm gonna put that in our bio. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs>
<coughs> I need Robitussin. What are you pouring, baby? All right, let's, let's, we're going to wrap this up. We are. <coughs> that's not that's gurgly. All right. And thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us on Instagram. Don't forget, our story's going to be lit this week. Lots of bikinis. Lots of fun. Good moms underscore bad choices. Um, and subscribe to our newsletter. Yes. Goodmomsbadchoices.com. <laughs> And our event's March 16th, our first live show slash cocktail hour party. So make sure. Um, we're going to put out Evite out soon. We're just trying to confirm a few things. Um, so, but mark your calendars for that date because it's going to be litty. It's fun and fun. Um, anyway, have a good night. I'll talk to you guys next time, next week. Adios.